0: Make believe, is not pretend, we might be ill but we're on the mend, it never starts, it never ends, welcome to Craig and Friends, welcome to Craig and Friends, welcome to Craig and
1: Friends. Oh hello. Oh hello. Oh hello.
0: Oh hello to everyone listening.
1: I was just talking about looking like a whore or trying to balance how much to look like a whore. With? With um, still being practically dressed enough to look after a small human.
0: In public, is that maybe what? I
1: mean, no, no, I'm not really worried about the public. Just so much as like, you know, there's some sort of straps and features of the more kind of provocative pride vibes clothes Mm -hmm. where you're like well oh i love that but then also that could get in the way of just the practical everyday thing of oh he might grab that is that safe
0: yeah right exactly like certain necklaces yeah or things like that if they're too (laughs) low-hanging Could yeah. present the problem
1: <laughs> that and also like because i'm constantly carrying a diaper bag around with me mm-hmm. it's like oh well that and the diaper bag can be compatible
0: <laughs> right it's, so it's an aesthetic thing as well
1: <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. okay so like you'd have that like really kind of yeah cute well, bimbo vibes look on but then you've also got to make sure that that can conceivably Twin with the um, diaper backpack, which is sort of a permanent accessory of right now.
0: But you also don't want to be too matchy matchy with yeah, the diaper bag. You don't want to bag. be too
1: matchy matchy with the diaper bag either.
0: Yeah, that's a common mistake people make.
1: Yeah, yeah, they get yeah. too matchy
0: matchy with the diaper bag, and
1: I mean, it's a dangerous, it's a slippery slope.
0: It is a slippery slope. Yeah, it is. And, and no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> it's a slip. It's a. There's many slippery things about the whole.
0: Well, we just witnessed, yeah. and experienced a slippery bit of business. Exactly. Yes. It's a lot of slippery business. A lot of slippery business going on. Yeah. In the uh, this stage of parenting. Yeah. And we're coming to you from West Hollywood.
1: Oh yeah, where we both are. Woohoo! Well, yes, we oh, are. Yeah, let's celebrate. Yes.
0: Uh, back in the place where it all happened. Indeed. And it's lovely to have you and peter here
1: yay it's
0: slightly surreal or it was anywhere the first day
1: oh yeah it was so i was like i can't believe we're here
0: yeah because we spent a lot of time in london
1: yeah and then we spent um five weeks apart
0: which was very strange
1: very strange we were used to
0: doing that before but that was before
1: Exactly. And also, um, Peter started thinking that mustache man um, was now like a genie who was trapped inside a telephone. And so he kept trying to hug the telephone every time he talked to you, which was adorable, but also like, (laughs) oh,
0: yeah, and he would also try to thrust the phone towards himself.
1: And then accidentally almost hang up on you.
0: Yeah, exactly. From the
1: sheer enthusiasm of trying to touch the phone. Or I try touch to think you. of
0: that anytime I get hung up on, that it was just the enthusiasm of the other person <laughs> that just led them to go wild and hang up on someone. I hung up on Spencer earlier today by mistake because I was swiping it's up on Because you to were look trying to hug
1: him through the phone. I was trying yeah. to hug
0: him through the phone. Yeah. I often am. You know, I'm very affectionate.
1: Indeed. Yeah, yeah.
0: demonstrably affectionate. Exactly. As well. Yeah. Yes, as you know, but well know uh and we're coming to you from the middle of the night
1: yeah the middle of the night having uh um dealt uh, dealt with something
0: well a few things the slippery business as we alluded to earlier yeah uh, but also you and a Peter you and a Peter just got into a town uh last night
1: yeah and so Peter and I went on our first uh plane ride since Peter's been Earthside, as they say. Um, And, yeah, and went flew from London to Los Angeles with Virgin Atlantic. Thank you very much, Virgin Atlantic.
0: Yeah, they're swell people.
1: They are absolutely lovely people. And um, And if you're
0: looking to sponsor a show.
1: Honestly, if you are looking to sponsor a show, Virgin, um, and, you know, we'll happily be your... um,
0: spokespeople
1: spokespeople and talk
0: about how great it is winging back and forth between the two continents
1: in um, economy delight which is actually always truly delightful it is i must say
0: my recommendation is do not buy economy delight too early but then again i don't know if i want to give away too many of my secrets about yeah
1: let's let's yeah yeah
0: let's just cut that off i won't cut it out because we're doing this live tape exactly as it were. yeah because it's the end of the week but it's been too crazy of a week in a good way to put one of the other episodes out that I've been taping.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, because when you are a family that live in two locations, do not try unless you are, uh, bodybuilders who really love paying for excess baggage to bring everything you need for the baby from one country to the other every time you go back and forth because that way insanity lies because there is so much stuff you have to have on you yeah so there's a lot we have been working out okay what are the things that can fit in the suitcase and can travel honestly it's pretty much just comes down to food and clothes
0: yeah pretty much it, you really learn Baby quickly what clothes. the essentials are and totally. the food is, is also because peter can only have this one type of hypoallergenic yeah otherwise formula. we wouldn't
1: even need to do that but yeah. because his food is prescribed like a medication um because of his milk allergy um i have to bring i had to bring 10 tins <laughs>
0: of
1: baby food with me yeah uh, which is in powder form um and then um, did they
0: have any dog sniff the thing or anything No.
1: oh yeah they so um i put most of the tins uh, nine tins went in my suitcase one tin went in my hand luggage to feed him on the journey yeah and then all these bottles of sterilized water Um, which have to, you know, it's freshly boiled water that cools down in the bottle, that's all individually bottled and then bagged because it's gonna get, in my mind, I just thought this was an obvious thing to do, that um, one, to prevent leaks, but also because um, if security staff are gonna touch it, they touch so much stuff and the the water has to stay sterile and the container has to stay sterile. you know, because you give it putting it in the mouth of a small baby. Right. So um when they did the inspection on my uh water bottles and can of powder, which I also bagged up in a bag, the security staff at Heathrow actually congratulated me on having done that and said, um, there's so many uh people that we tell um please do this sure because our gloves touch so many things and your child has an allergy right um and they said you you know you wouldn't you'd be amazed but you're one of the few parents who's actually done what we recommend people to do um mm-hmm. and you've done a beautiful job you've done really well uh, we just have to take these two things away test them bring them straight back and um you know thank you so much for being so organized and i was like oh it's my pleasure and thank you for being (laughs) so lovely to me because i was so anxious about this right and it being a nightmare but they couldn't have been better about it
0: you had some pre-packing anxiety or pre-flight anxiety yeah yeah i was so anxious did this trip help to put that a little in perspective
1: yeah definitely it made me realize I mean when you're standing in the queue going through security they sort of um as you walk through you've never realized this before but they start bunching all the people with kids together oh, okay and suddenly you find that you're somehow magically walking through this line with all the other people with kids Mm -hmm. it's very clever sort of people management that they do where they sort of open one little rope and close off another
0: that's when you really notice also the sort of labyrinthine uh setup of those of those uh stanchions because i was so impressed yeah they just uh, unbuckle a couple and now there's a certain there's a whole new pathway
1: yeah absolutely i was amazed i was like oh Oh, I'm witness. I see now because you never bother looking. It's just like when um, Simon, my um, stepdad, asked me, um, "Oh, so where do you change the baby on a plane?" And I was like, "Ah." You've never looked at this before because it's not something you've needed. But in every bathroom on Mm -hmm. the plane above the toilet, Mm -hmm. there's this panel that you pull down. Yeah. And that's the baby changing table. But unless you need to change a baby's diaper, you've probably never even like registered it in your mind.
0: I did happen to know that just because I'm always looking at everything and going, oh, they have this, they have that.
1: Yeah, but for a lot of people, they've just no, never I, totally. even thought about it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's because you see the world like I do in lots of detail.
0: Detail is my thing. I yeah, like, to, well, I mean, that's why I love signs so much at new towns or areas and towns I've been to before, but I haven't been to this part. And I particularly love certain restaurant names or clothing store names like mm. Switch near <laughs> uh, our place. Oh, in yeah.
1: Love Switch. Switch is great. And I also love, um, i can't remember it so let's there's a good in. row of them though. there's some great stuff going yeah. on around here
0: really good yeah top, well here as top well notch. Uh, but near uh the place in london
1: oh yeah there's some also incredible in, yeah, yeah incredible work
0: one of the best places is near your folks place it's called massage talk
1: oh no it's called tea talk
0: oh oh right I'm and, sorry. I got mista- I was mistaken because it's called Tea Talk. However, it's and it a has massage a parlor. A
1: massage parlor. And now they also do bubble tea. Lol.
0: Wow. Okay. And prior to that, though, it was a clothing store that sold
1: Oh, before that, it was a store called Wicked Bits. spelt yeah. Wicked and then Bits B I T Z <laughs> or Z as the American way.
0: And their offerings were very 90s.
1: Like clothing that i think had been there since the 90s because definitely no one was selling it or buying it like ben sherman style shirts or like mod jackets kind of with stuff. targets on
0: yeah yeah stuff Just that moving maybe oasis around. fans Sorry, would have uh, that's all right oh
1: yeah it was very much the oasis fan fictional clothing store
0: and you typically wouldn't see many people in there which led to the presumption that it was a front for uh, something
1: Definitely, and then it changed into Tea Talk, which I'm sure is a completely respectable business.
0: Absolutely above board. Really looks 100 like quality. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the store down the street from it is no longer there. Or rather, the beauty parlor called Delady.
1: Oh, Delady has gone. Yeah, D
0: E Dash Lady.
1: D E Delady.
0: Yeah, De if lady. you want a Delady,
1: if you on want in. a Delady, you better get in there.
0: Yeah. This yeah. is where they do all the delaying.
1: Yeah. They you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we yeah, we are keen on details. It's and also we exactly. scan the room and look and with your ASD, one of the features you found is that you can you'll count the ceiling tiles and see where oh, certain things run even.
1: Yes. Um so for me it's um a lot about lines in ceiling tiles. Right. Like how well are they lined up? Do you actually have any straight through lines or do all the lines break up into small parts instead of being straight lines something i absolutely love about the elizabeth line is how beautifully they've done the ceiling panels on the elizabeth line Mm -hmm. well all the paneling on the elizabeth line is really like it's real good like when you're standing on the platform you get these beautiful straight lines they're so satisfying Mm. and so nicely done whereas most of the time you look at those type of details and it's usually quite old bashed about bits of it have been replaced so you get lots of different colors that are just and it's very distracting um sometimes i've been to like the theaters or musical performances or all manner of cultural things where the entire thing for me has been absolutely ruined by how messed up the ceilings (laughs) are and how i've not i've had to like really had to like whatever I've been meant to experiencing hasn't been enchanting enough to take my attention away from. Oh, uh, I wonder at what place point they replaced that panel. It doesn't line up with that one. And have you seen that one's a complete? How did they even manage to get it like that? Um, do, you, do you think there was a leak in that specific spot over there? <laughs> I you know and it just goes on and on and on and the the ceiling panels i remember the most was and the wonkiest ceiling panels i have ever seen anywhere were the ones in the operating theater when i had my cesarean
0: right which of course i did not notice whatsoever i was definitely paying attention to other things but i was also making sure to tell everyone Even though I knew that they had been briefed. Hi, how are you? Thank you very much. Uh, She has ASD. She's autistic. I would say both because I just wanted to get, make sure. So uh, just give her a minute to acclimate to the room. Would you you mind telling people about acclimating to a room?
1: Um, Yeah, I think um, something that happens is you get overwhelmed by the detail within a brand new space. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if it has a lot of like ceiling panels or things (laughs) that you notice. Yeah. Um, Or... Colors or unusual equipment you've never seen before, and you just sort of you it. I, it's hard to see um, spaces as whole things. So you see all individual detail of space. You don't see joined up space, and so that makes going into a new space very overwhelming and very. Like sensory overload.
0: Sure, and then that's difficult because usually when you walk into a room,
1: especially you don't have parties, to lie down and have someone pull a baby out of you.
0: Well, that and also just any room, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also most rooms, like you walk in and either you're meeting someone or there's some kind of appointment or yeah. engagement of some kind. So that's got to be a little tricky too. To be like, so the sensory overload, you don't see the room as a whole. You're seeing all yeah. these details, and now you have to interact with someone.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's very overwhelming. Right. And you want to be present and trying to be in the zone uh, doing the thing. Um, But you're just completely like your brain, it feels like is sort of, yeah, doing a 100 other tasks, right? And so it makes process everything that's around you.
0: So it makes those things difficult, especially initial meetings. And also, I think another feature of ASD or autism, because uh, I never know which one to say, but I suppose I don't
1: even understand. And the thing I've read is, and and then there's this term ASC as well. I thought that
0: was a school in Northern California. Me
1: too, right? I am.
0: What what does what does it mean? That well, is really look it
1: good question. We might have to Let's look go at the tape what Bob. ASC is.
0: Yeah, but well, while I'm looking that up. Uh, One of the other...
1: I actually read the words high-functioning in my notes, which I find so offensive.
0: (laughs) In the notes of the... Some medical notes. The medical notes, yeah. Because this is actually no note episode. This is just us having a chat.
1: But it was... I find the term... I I do totally appreciate that there's a lot of people experiencing autism where it's very severe and really um, doesn't allow them to be able to do many of the things I can do. Mm -hmm. And I I totally appreciate that. I'm very in that way. Doing a lot of functions that a lot of other people might find impossible or very difficult or or not be able to do. Sure. But at the same time, when people say, "Oh, but you're high functioning," you're like, "It doesn't feel that way to me." <laughs>
0: <laughs> is there also an aspect of that where if it, I can see how that could be possibly almost insulting in a way because you're like, "What am I lesser?" Uh, like, and so you're saying I'm high functioning. Like, the, there was a term that you and st- also
1: since why is like the the value judgment of functioning is so intense because I think for, and I I wanna say this, it's like everyone with any kind of uh, thing that makes you not neurotypical or not able bodied, I guarantee you has some incredible magical abilities that yeah. neurotypical able-bodied people do not have because they haven't had to massively overcompensate and they haven't had to be so innovative at to, as to find other ways of being able to do some things. Yeah. And there's so many incredible uh things that people can do i was really um yeah like you know i'm really wowed by what um like differently abled people can do
0: same and but also in the neurodiverse
1: and in in whether that's physically or yeah. men you know yeah mentally and and so when i i, I just feel that people should i don't know it's a different way of functioning it's not a lesser way of functioning
0: no exactly but i can i can see the difficulty in terms of defining it in the medical community
1: yeah it's hard
0: because how would one describe it Mm. because they're essentially trying to get the message across to other professionals and it's like shorthand in a way but again the terms can be insulting remember i was telling you about um the session notes from my visit to the psychiatrist mm. and I got really pissed off at how he defined my my lateness to yeah. the appointment because at the time something came up right before I was going oh, to yeah. leave that was actually related to work and I had to get it uh, mm. you know uh, edited and sent yeah basically within minutes yeah which I could do but my choice was do this now, get it to the person it needs to go to, which will be very helpful to me, or wait till after I go to the appointment, come back. So that's a couple hours later. Mm. Not good. And in the notes that said, Mr. McNeil walked in then uh, uh, late as in last time and because he was, quote, or because, quote, something work-related came up which he also said last time and I was like you motherfucker and th- this is a guy who I respect and uh, I won't say enjoy deeply thankful. I'm deeply thankful for her. yeah deeply thankful for her. and you know he's very nice too because when I came in he said "Oh, no problem at all and prior to that the previous time that I was late for the appointment he said actually it works out perfectly my previous session ran late
1: welcome to British speak
0: well yeah but you know what I'm willing to take that stuff on face value because I don't want that headache and I don't want to feel bad about being late
1: absolutely
0: and also you know you're paying a private psychiatrist exactly it's not cheap and I'm not trying to abuse the privilege however these things happen guess what i'm coming to you for yeah you know the conditions i have you diagnosed one of them absolutely bipolar which i I mentioned on some of the recent tapings but it's hard to keep track of what i've talked about regarding that Mm. um because of i've done a lot of tapings in the last two weeks i think one a day just in preparation for
1: us being here which is very exciting And very soon, we will be jet-setting again off to (laughs) the extremely sunny land of Sunrise, Florida.
0: Glamorous Florida, where everyone wants to be, where the political climate is free, easy, and welcoming.
1: Free, easy, and breezy.
0: Yeah, it's so free, easy, and welcoming that um, DeSantis uh, (laughs) has, I guess, put up a bill
1: for
0: carrying without a permit.
1: Uh, I feel don't, sick.
0: Don't worry, we're not going all around town. We're going to a you know retirement community.
1: Thank God to see my
0: parents <laughs> who haven't met Peter yet. So that's yes very exciting. Also, yes. I haven't seen them in a while, and Ada's never seen them in person.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm finally gonna get to meet Peter and Lydia.
0: That's right. One of the folks that Peter's named after, of course, is my dad, and then my brother. And, and both my granddads yeah yeah which is wild that they both have the same name i love it and of course pete townsend
1: and pete townsend
0: which my mother re- responded to by saying well dear it's really just you're really naming him after your granddads so your dad and your brother and i said uh, lydia you can't tell me who i named him after and i'm telling you that the fifth person is pete townsend, pete townsend. so let's Absolutely. move on <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm very happy with that
0: i am too yeah i am too
1: um but yeah that's great and i'm very excited i am quite i'm honestly i have very mixed feelings about florida i'm very excited for the sunshine Mm. and for the um beach yeah i'm very excited about swimming pools and all of that stuff yeah i am also very excited to be in such close proximity to places like Boca Raton.
0: I don't know how close that is, though. Cause...
1: It's really not far. I mean, oh, okay. I don't expect to go there or anything. I'm just excited to be close Nearby. to that much leopard print.
0: Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then um, we'll also be fairly close to Miami.
1: Very close to Miami, which is another place where my work has been, but I haven't. So um, my um uh, I did some... Uh, art accessories um for um a show that was um during art basel Mm. miami Uh um that was shown in a synagogue during art basel miami yeah
0: i'm just wondering if i did i wash my hands after I did that whole bit of business?
1: Yes, you did, yeah.
0: I did, okay, thank you. Did. You did, I heard
1: you wash your hands. Thank you very yeah, much, you. You're welcome, thank you. I know, that horrifying feeling one gets when you're like, wait is there still poop on my hands or am I good?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I just touched my face with my hand Oh yeah, yeah as yeah. I raised the mm-hmm. vape to my mouth and yeah. I went, Oh my God. And I've been touching this vape the whole time. So yes. No, thank no, you. I
1: heard you wash your hands. Don't worry. Thank you for assuaging yeah. those fears. You're welcome.
0: And the other fears that come up sometimes, I appreciate that. Exactly.
1: So I'm very excited to actually go to Florida and be near these places. Um, even if we don't go to them. And to be honest, I feel like Miami is one of those places where I'm happy to be like nearby it, but not actually in it.
0: Well, I went there once. It was on a day trip with my folks. My mom thought that I would want to see all the tourist sites, yeah. which is interesting because I think it's generally obvious. I do not care about no tourist sites whatsoever. What
1: else is in Miami?
0: Well, Gianni Versace's mansion. Okay, Which my mom said, do you want to take a photo in front of it? And I said, at this point, I was a little cheesed off. And I said, no, do you want me to take a photo in front of the Gianni Versace mansion? (laughs) If you do, I will. But I don't want to. So that's where we were at that day. But my mom is lovely, of course. She is lovely. And uh, she meant very well. But it was just one of those days where you're like... What are, what are we doing yeah because uh, i said that. what other
1: tourist spots are in miami
0: it's just lots of stuff you know yeah. it, it's, i can't even remember but you can take a boat tour and look at famous mm. people's houses there's
1: lots of really um what era of architecture is it
0: i think it's mixed what, yeah so if i was going to go somewhere in miami to see a tourist type thing yeah i would want to go see certain locations that were featured in the TV series Miami Vice not the film Oh
1: yeah okay cool
0: but even then that would be like if I had to pick something if someone said we we are going to one of these things what is it
1: you want to do yeah
0: and that's I I wouldn't make an effort to go it's like you know in LA we're surrounded by locations where people shot this movie people shot that movie I do like when I watched body double the first time after I moved to LA I recognized the street that a scene in the first five minutes happens on because yeah. it's right around the corner from here. Yeah, and that was fun, but uh, it's when I'm watching the movie I go, oh wow, that's cool. Like that's right near here. One thing I find annoying is when I watch a film uh, with some folks that I, they're no longer in my life, but they'd be like, oh, that's downtown. Oh, that's by the reservoir, and I want to turn and go. Shut the fuck up. I know because this is an LA film, and that's the reservoir. So yes, that's the LA reservoir. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't mean to go so negative in tone, but I was thinking earlier when he said about the details uh, making it hard for you if they're off in the ceiling and everything mm. to enjoy like a, a theater production or something. I can hear people talking in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. All the way over on the other corner. Yeah. And it, I try to fight the disturbance of it, but oh, when we saw Tar.
1: Oh, yeah, we had people who were talking behind us during Tar. A
0: couple of yutzes, too. <laughs> I mean, were they dumb or what?
1: Um, It was special.
0: <laughs> uh, Pardon me, I, I was thinking...
1: You were like, I'm sort of astonished that you've chosen to watch this movie instead of whatever the latest Marvel comic is, because that seems to be your level. But yeah. anyway, like, no insult. Like, I love Marvel films. Trust me. Oh,
0: yeah. there's no, Love the, them. But yeah. also,
1: it's like tar is a very like intellectually heavy film
0: and difficult
1: and difficult and these guys sort of seem to not almost understand what they were saying or seem to just be like uh, well that's weird i mean you're that's watching literally what, tar that's literally of course what, it's weird yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's the point <laughs> i know
0: i know oh, and i and know, and remember also gosh. this is a hallmark of dummies at the movie theater there's a, a really like intense emotional scene and they laugh yeah, and they laugh because and they're like yeah
1: this is not funny this is um <laughs> horrifying uh and like traumatic a
0: objectively not funny too like there, there was a certain family funny. thing yeah. that was going on that's like <gasps> you know yeah, that kind of thing exactly yeah and they were yucking it up i think because there's a discomfort after a while that this is not your kind of movie I'm also amazed that they didn't leave. I'm
1: amazed that it's it, it's sort of like a testament to how good the movie is. That even you can possibly not even really understand what you're seeing. But Kate Blanchett is so compelling. You stay till the end.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> like the editing and the filmmaking itself is so. K-
1: kept them in the room somehow. Despite yeah. them just seriously not getting the point over and over and over again.
0: Exactly. And then right as it went to the credits. Oh, that was a weird ending. <laughs> That's
1: the best bit. I know, just getting right to the end and then being... You're like, the whole film is quite like unusual. People <laughs> like hello. And then I also oh my thought, God, it was hysterically funny. It was. And then
0: I also thought, what what would not be a weird ending to this film?
1: Honestly, how would you possibly finish that movie off?
0: Like what what would the, what would the conclusion be that would oh, make this guy go, oh, okay yeah, yeah well,
1: made up and decided to be friends yeah
0: right yeah she totally changed who she was and uh and
1: started um uh praying to the lord jesus above <laughs> and uh, do you know what i mean like, yeah
0: what,
1: what possible like wh- how what? do you
0: yeah like where would it not go that these guys would not find it weird i think that's also because uh there's a lot of a steady stream of movies that have this thing in the last 20 minutes where everything gets resolved
1: oh yeah everything gets resolved um everything gets resolved and neatly tied up with a bow um and all the bad guys um end up as goo all the good guys end up looking really great yeah and, and then there's um, apologies
0: made and like hey man i get you you know like that kind of thing that kind of thing and i like that when that happens in a movie but i also like when there's an absolute snake
1: obscure and difficult yeah going on. Or,
0: or the main character is like a really they're a creep yeah and but you're like i'm in, I'm invested in this
1: yeah totally it's
0: that's great and um well speaking of movies there's some exciting movie club action going on
1: oh i'm well. so excited uh to finally uh we will talk about to live and die in la
0: yes that's right because i'm not sure how many people listening are familiar a with a movie but you probably are because i I realized when checking an old episode that I probably mentioned it, if not every episode, every third episode. Definitely. And that's when you said, I think I think it's your favorite movie. And I went, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I saw it in December at Prince Charles Cinema. And then in January, I presented it yeah. at Prince Charles Cinema with Wang Chung. Yeah. The composers of the score, for those not familiar or have not heard me say it a million times. And got we got to watch it sitting next to wang chung which was, which
1: was wonderful they are so lovely <laughs>
0: they are the loveliest and we went to a lovely szechuan dinner mm. actually i so i met up with them for szechuan that night and then all of us returned the next week to see mm. another william paris film sorcerer
1: oh that film is incredible
0: i was so happy to take you to both of those with no prelude no morning, no nothing
1: it was brilliant
0: i love showing movies to you uh, it, it, it was
1: mind blowing. Or
0: seeing new movies together, you know, like it's yeah. it's great. I love watching movies with you. It's really nice. Thank
1: you. I love watching movies with you.
0: Thanks, baby. Oh. And uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, we were talking about my folks. I love watching movies with my folks. If my dad tamps down his his uh, instinct or uh, predilection for talking. Yeah. Predi- specifically predicting what's going to happen. I actually said I turned once and I said. So I said something I, uh, like well I wonder what, like oh he's going to do this to this guy and I was like how about this why don't we wait and see what, what happens,
1: happens. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun.
0: and that's the balancing act I don't want to be rude to them I love them but mm-hmm. uh, I also want to be like can you just please yeah, please, please like not go this guy's going to show up and shoot that guy like okay yeah. maybe he is and maybe I know that too however yeah anyway I know so that's me being a little bit pissy, but that's how I feel about that stuff. Uh, so, you know I'm, that.
1: Oh, no, that's... Um, you no, know, I mean,
0: the, the listeners, you, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I get real hot under the collar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and, um, yeah, speaking on, and now going completely into another direction. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say, if you are a parent, traveling by yourself on a long-haul flight with a baby um and you haven't done it before the good news is that everyone is extremely nice to you
0: (laughs) yeah and well the uber driver too because we got this car seat now here's a bit of information you may not know uh you can't not that you would want to travel with a car seat that's just another thing to take with you although i did see some people departing Oh,
1: a lot of people do take the car seat if they're going within a country.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Keep them.
0: Yeah, but there's differences in regulations between mm. UK and USA car seats. These are just things you n- never think of. Yeah, really, because you just think it's a car seat, right? And then yeah, it, but there's different regulations, and then some of them here have things that snap into the uh the is it the the Um, seatbelt thing
1: isofix points are something that um you can have a uk european car seat or an american car seat and it can have isofix points the difference is not that the difference is the cup holders no i'm joking the difference (laughs) no it is but but it truly is there's cup holders there's two
0: cup holders in in peter's
1: tiny car seat yeah it's like whatever car seat you want to buy in america it will have two cup holders for your child
0: one for mountain dew and one for bridge mix
1: yeah absolutely yeah because that's the american dream yes it as is. we all know indeed um but the the big thing is that america has its own certification standard so it will have tested the, the product will have had to go past american tests um and be certified by certain things like for example there's something called jpma certified so in order for your insurance uh to to cover you um your car seat has to have um been sort of certified um in america and um therefore be of this um right standard for federal law and also state law Mm. so you want as much certification as possible when you buy an american car seat so that it will not only work federally but in all states
0: that's right yeah so this is a bit of tricky business it's
1: crazy so i just found the most certified Graco car seat i could find so that i wouldn't have to think about it being uh
0: Okay, in California, not in Florida.
1: Exactly, because that was mind-boggling to me. Yeah, that there are some available to buy in America that won't be um, certified. So you might be able to use it in California and be covered by your insurance, but you could then go somewhere else and not be.
0: Right, which you know, wild. How would you know that? Unless you you were digging deep for certain things about you know international travel.
1: Totally. And then when you're in the UK and Europe, it's again, UK slash European certification. So if you bring your American car seat over, it won't have gone through all the UK slash European certification. So if you are like us, then you have to have two car seats or a lot of people who are here on vacation end up needing to hire a car seat and then they get charged um to hire a car seat costs more than actually buying a car seat. Yeah. Which, which is which is wild. Ridiculous. So yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, we've bought two car seats. We have a UK car seat and an American car seat.
0: Well we also have um the Playmat, the oh, I've got gym. everything. Yeah. So we got two of that. Two yeah. of those and and thems and, and these.
1: Oh, and, and coming back to what we why we got onto this track, it's because um, our lovely Uber driver who took us from um, the wild land that is LAX back to West Hollywood um, was an absolute... Um, angel. Angel.
0: Because the car seat looked to be pretty much operationally the same as the UK car seat. However, the buckle that holds the baby in would only extend about as far enough to put a sandwich in yeah and there was no obvious way uh to loosen the thing and i've done that plenty of times we all have on like a computer bag or something you go oh even on our car strap in the uk
1: it was so easy
0: yeah you go oh i move this little latch thing and pull this strap and
1: it gets longer yeah and there
0: were these three mystery straps on the back of the yeah car seat no handle, but three mystery straps on yeah. the back of the car seat. When I removed the car seat from the packaging, there was a styrofoam thing on the top <laughs> that looked like it was covering the handle. Yeah. So I went, okay, great, that's where the handle is. I took the styrofoam piece off. There was no handle. Yeah. So that was interesting, taking it around, to holding different areas of it uh, in the airport.
1: A if lot of people only- bumped into it too politicians were held to such high standards as car seats we would live in a better world
0: well yeah and also if the food regulations in this country were held to the same standards as the uk we'd be yeah. a lot better off because i can't eat any of the ready-made food here but yeah. in the uk i eat all the ready-made food yeah which totally. is very helpful for my neurodiverse status which is adhd yeah uh, which because cooking is uh vexing for me uh, also with time crunches it's, it's very hard and then the cleanup afterwards it's uh difficult and I used to think oh well I'm not applying myself to this it's just confusing because also keeping track of what you have in the fridge and what you need mm. often results in a lot of spoiled food there's a lot of stuff on TikTok about that so when you see that you're like oh yeah that's right that's because uh, you learn new things I find with my condition or a gift, whatever you want to call it, Uh, as the years go on. Things like RSD, which is resect, yeah, resection, no, it's not. It's rejection-sensitive dysphoria, which um, is pretty wild and pretty accurate. And we were both reading about that around the same time. And mm. I was like, oh, that's why. Because you think that stuff like that, as I'm sure you found it it with really ASD. It really helped
1: us to discover what that is. Yeah, because you
0: think it's, I was going to say, specific to you. So therefore, yeah. that gives you a, like a kind of shame where you think, oh, there's something wrong with me. I like, yeah. make, quote, too big a deal out of this or something. Mm. But it's not you making a big deal out of it. It's like, it's your visceral reaction.
1: It's the way you're wiring is.
0: Yeah. And once you know that...
1: It helps a lot.
0: Yeah, you go, okay, that's that thing. And it can make, even though you're having the reaction happen.
1: And I love how ADHD and uh, ASD seem to have... So for me, when I'm putting groceries into a fridge, I work my way through the fridge going from uh, freshest to least fresh or whatever sorry freshest that's fine yeah um whatever most is the thing most likely that, to expire yeah most like thank you most likely to expire to what's least likely to expire i do it very systematically i have meal prep plans in my brain <laughs> that are extensive and and it just sort of is like happening in it's great. But also sometimes it can be very limiting because on Monday I've decided what I'm eating on Friday and then it will get to Friday and I've decided that that's what I'm eating. But then I'll go, I really wish I could eat something else. (laughs) But on Monday I decided that this would be my routine today and now I have to stick to it. And so it's very helpful to have some voices of humanity around to go we could also (laughs) yeah four very important words go with the flow
0: (laughs) yeah and i provide the
1: you so. are my go-with-the-flow magic man. Well,
0: thank you. That's yeah, very sweet. Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, without you, there would be no going with <laughs> any flowing whatsoever at all. No flowing, no No going. flowing and no going. Yeah. Now I would be like, well, I did decide it was carrot salad today, so therefore it must be carrot salad. <laughs> I actually allowed myself... Um, to not finish all the carrots and apples in the fridge and go it will be okay because I will give them to my parents and they can finish them and I will eat something different today and that was like a huge step for me I felt
0: I'm very proud of you that is a huge (laughs) step because I know there's been moments where it's like well this will go off in a day so we have to eat this or I have to eat this or something and I'll go yeah but do you want that (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and i'm you, like and no and but and it I'll, is not what about what you want <laughs> yeah, it's about following the system
0: <laughs> and i'll go if you don't want it don't fucking eat that and i'll uh, and, and i think i said i'll throw it out like, I, and I'm like <laughs> I was like i'll just throw it out and then you can't eat it because it's in the trash
1: <laughs> i have definitely never in my whole life pulled anything out of the trash before <laughs> that was packaged don't worry yeah. but you know that i was like that someone else had maybe thrown away because and gone but we could use this today <laughs> but see that's, that's never good. happened those, <laughs>
0: those qualities are very good too we, and we help to uh, not just balance each other out but also yeah. counsel each other on yeah. things because a lot of times if not anxieties certain mental things happen where it gets overwhelming because you think "Well, would i have to do this or on my end like i don't know what to do about getting this thing because i'm you know i'm wrapped up in like two projects and then that's spinning three plates and um it's uh oh no we thought sorry we just thought we heard a noise from the uh the little gentleman's room oh yeah so um anyway so that can help sometimes with especially the meal prep stuff or like planning a few meals that's helpful because the thing is i know a couple things that i can cook easily but then i'll get sick of them and as you know from the
1: sick of something (laughs) i don't understand
0: if i'm sick of something there's no getting it in my mouth i am not i I can
1: persevere through that shit to the point it's not even good it's just like insane and i'll just be like but it is so nice to eat the same thing every day for set periods of, or even just like, or it okay. So, take granola. Um, I will open one box of granola at a time and work my way through that box of granola, then through the next box of granola, and then only and then when I um, so I ran out of granola. Or as we call it, muesli, or muesli, <laughs> some, as some people call it.
0: Wait, the UK doesn't have granola.
1: We call it muesli.
0: Oh, because there's muesli here, but it's a different thing.
1: What the hell is muesli?
0: Well, we'll have here. to do a, a test, uh, a taste test comparison. I bet it's for just you.
1: imported. Muesli. no it's
0: not no 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 really? like yeah it's a big thing at all the health food stores they have it at regular supermarkets as well but whole foods has big bins i'm always
1: so confused by what granola is because i always feel like what i think of as muesli gets called granola
0: well we'll have to do a, a taste test you can do the taste test because yeah. i am not a fan of granola or really any breakfast cereals i love it or <laughs> i'm obsessed yeah. no I, I wouldn't mind it i like the taste of it the trouble is if i eat it i um, very sleepy right. for f- three hours because the way my body processes certain mm. starches or carbs yeah. i can't do that and in the morning i have to have some kind of protein in england i was eating a beef pie for That's breakfast That's so
1: impressive
0: thank you and it would be perfect i'd have a huge mug of tea and a, a huge pie. mug of tea
1: and a beef pie <laughs> Whoa.
0: i'm really sad you can't get those things over here they yeah. have like swanson beef pies i think but I, I would never touch one of those things no no over here you can get and maybe in the, in the uk the, there is a level of lazy microwave food here uh, that you know um that, that is shocking like uh, there was a, a one thing I saw that was a microwave hamburger in a bun. I thought that was a little much until I saw the next item on the shelf, which was a microwavable hot dog in a bun. It A I hot mean, dog ba- is literally, yeah, it's the, li- the hot
1: dog bun. That's not hot.
0: No. And also a hot dog. All you have to do is heat it up yeah. and then put it in the bun. You could toast the bun if you really want to get wild with it, mm. but it's already cooked. You All you have to do is boil water or put it in a hot stove
1: yeah yeah that is that's a kind of that's quite special
0: yeah I I always wish that I would be walking past that aisle right when someone was going oh here they are you know (laughs) getting a bunch of them I also like seeing what people in front of me at the supermarket are buying
1: oh my gosh the other day I Mm -hmm. went to Sainsbury's to just get a few extra baby things for the trip like nose drops etc yeah and it was quite early in the morning because it was a me and peter day so peter is strapped to the front of me i'm buying all this baby stuff and sticking it in the trolley so i can wheel it home um and the lady and it, so yeah i think it was like 8 30 9 a.m
0: good time to hit sainsbury's yeah, by the way definitely either and that the, or late at night like I, you know how yeah. i like the last hour mm-hmm because that's when they start trying to tell you to get the fuck out, too.
1: The the woman behind me in the queue who had immaculate makeup and hair and was quite sort of well-dressed was buying about 20 bottles of rosé.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really get a, a peek into people's lives.
1: And then a tiny amount of food.
0: Yeah well that's immaterial and i
1: just was like and she didn't smell of drink or anything and i just said are you having a party because she started talking to me and was looking at peter and i just couldn't help myself i just couldn't work out like why are you buying 20 bottles of rosé at nine o'clock in the morning one of my weekday (laughs) i know
0: yeah we well, got to get it in early because you got the weekend <laughs> ahead. So
1: yeah, you you don't want to be. Um, I it must there must have been some explanation, but it was not forthcoming at all.
0: One of my favorite moments at a supermarket with that sort of thing, yeah. was the first time I went to Ralphs in North Hollywood, or oh, yeah. rather Studio City. I used to live in North Hollywood the first year yeah. I lived here, and the Ralphs in Studio City is one of my favorite supermarkets of all time. You know how fond I am of supermarkets. I love to go do the shop. Whereas you do not like to go do the shop.
1: Um if I've got a very set yeah, I do not generally love it. I'm I'm happy to just go online and do it that way.
0: Well, also you like the small Sainsbury's. Like oh, I the love local a small one. Tesco. Yeah, but I think that's related to what we were talking about before because
1: less detail. So I, I sometimes, even though there's a better selection of vegetables at the big Sainsbury's, I will go to the small Tesco because then I won't have to make so many decisions uh, or I won't have to look at so many different things. And I know I can just go in and go, okay, red onion, butternut squash, um, packet of tomatoes, bit of salad, this and that and done. And I don't have to like choose between two different kinds of broccoli there's one broccoli only to buy
0: so that's the one you're going to get
1: yeah so that makes it like so much easier otherwise it's just painful to do the shopping
0: whereas for me i love looking at all the different i love choice and i love all the different (laughs) well i love all the different uh just crisps and everything that's at the store even Any kind of uh, thing. Oh, that they have this kind of milk. They have the lacto-free, but that's not where I really focus on. But I love like even the veggie section because, Mm. for those not aware, because of the legendary stain of uh, English food or the uh, rumor or the the, not the rumor but the fairly accurate up to a certain year uh, assessment of English food is being garbage up to
1: a certain year and then like. I don't know at some point in the 90s things really started improving
0: I think so someone tapped someone on the shoulder and said um we got to do something about I think this.
1: that the whole nation can um really uh Oh Jamie what's his face the naked chef Fletcher No Jamie Oh oliver yeah jamie oliver i think a lot of people owe jamie oliver a lot of thank yous
0: i'm not sure what people owe jamie fletcher because i don't know who that no, is i don't know who that is but yeah. jamie
1: oliver i think he really got people thinking oh you know there might be something else apart from trifle and delia
0: smith <laughs> <laughs> do you think gordon Ramsay had anything to do with it or was yeah, it yeah
1: definitely gordon Ramsay as well oh god that's uh, yeah massively
0: I'm a huge fan of his UK shows. The US shows were just a little bit too overproduced. But back to the North Hollywood uh, yes. studio city, yes. Ralph's. I w- it was right before they shut for the evening. And I was buying like a fry pan, the bare essentials, mm. to make some food at the apartment. And behind me were these decked out girls in makeup. They smelled great. They were very flirty, which t- great. I love that. A lot mm. of fun. And they were buying so much booze. I knew, you know, it was the end of the night. It was like 1 a.m. or something. That made sense. But I couldn't figure out why they were so done up at this time of night. Yeah. And they, half of them at least, were wearing giant sunglasses, which is a trope in L.A. Yeah. People wear sunglasses in the supermarket all the time. None more so than in Venice.
1: I just did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a great, it's a great thing to do. I do it all the time now because also I'm light sensitive. So I just go, fuck this. I'm wearing them in there uh it's too bright in some supermarkets the gelson's in los Feliz has the best lighting of any supermarket it I've really ever been does
1: to. i really love it in there
0: yeah i've wandered around oh. there just extra time just oh it's so nice in here oh yeah. look, and also look at all the products it almost oh, goes to the ceiling.
1: gelson's yeah in los Feliz is beautiful it's um the first gelson's i ever went to
0: i think it was the first one i went to as well
1: it's 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 a joy
0: it's a delight it's it's nice having the gelson's be the corner market but it's also slightly absurd yeah but if you need some chicken salad right down the street then i figured out that they were porn people yeah because a friend said oh no you don't know that the community behind like the street behind that shopping plaza is 90 percent porn performers and i went right oh okay then it all clicked and it made sense and then every time i was at that ralphs i would see one or two ladies nice in the very same sort of mode and you know there are people and i was like "Ah, that's great i was thrilled about that one of the highlights of living in that area there weren't that many that was one of them because that area also had a radical disparity between the two ralphs something i I wasn't familiar with yeah coming from massachusetts a purity supreme or stop and shop they're pretty much the same yeah each one you go to the other ralphs which was technically closer had a lot of stuff that was locked up right a security guard at each door oh my god and the food selection was radically different too right yeah it was a little you didn't want to go there necessarily yeah like i didn't want to buy any of the booze but it was all behind locked glass Oh so wow. yeah i don't know what had happened there but anyway so the neighborhood was is interesting north hollywood not as bad as van nuys sorry to anyone listening from van nuys but you don't want to go there but i think uh before we wrap up uh, what else do we want to impart to the folks
1: um mm, so many things
0: maybe uh, a little rundown on some of the shows that are coming everyone's way oh uh one with fabulous adult performer charlie valentine
1: yep amazing
0: yeah one of our very favorites and another very big favorite of ours ashley Ashley Fires. fires yes so i'm sure you're familiar with ashley's work if you're not Go check out Ashley and Charlie. I don't know if they've done any work together. Um, Charlie's done some work with Charlotte sartre or Goss Charlotte, as you may be familiar with, who makes a cameo appearance on the Charlie episode. Uh, who else? Oh well, I've been working on this very long movie club project that will be announced later. Uh, you know, I don't want to.
1: No spoilers, darling. Exactly. No spoilers, no,
0: darling. No, but one that's in the can. That will be coming out soon uh, is an epic dissection of Ken Russell's 1984 classic starring Kathleen Turner and Anthony Perkins, Crimes of Passion, featuring Bishy and Gala Avery from the Video Archives podcast. Yeah. That's really good. And also Joey J,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: taped with. Who else? the 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 mind wanders because I didn't pull up the thing. Katie Maloney, mm-hmm. old dear friend, who's yep. on the Vanderpump Rules show that you might be familiar with, but the whole scandal thing going on. That's kind of interesting too, because I know all the players except for uh, Ra- Raquel, the mm-hmm. newer girl. But it's strange when like there's a public scandal with people that you're
1: people that you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's
0: a it's it's interesting. It's yes. it's odd, very odd, especially when one seems to be. A totally different person
1: than the person you thought they might have been
0: yeah it's so strange and i'm charting the progress on that as we go but katie's uh coming on and we're going to talk about all the big life changes that, is, that have happened in our respective lives she's gotten divorced i'm with uh you with a child
1: yeah which so, is wild
0: yeah and of course our relationship oh, I love telling that. that- story yeah
1: i love telling our story to the people on the plane who were obviously their first question was so how come you live in london and your partner lives in la and you're together and you have a baby (laughs) (laughs) and it would be like well we start and I, i was like we started dating online in 2020 and then we finally met in real life in february 2022 and then we immediately created peter and everyone went Oh, my God. It's like a Hollywood movie. We love it. Everyone loved this story. It's a great story. The stewardesses loved it. The fellow passengers loved it. Everyone was just so here for that story. And
0: if you want to hear and haven't heard the entire story, check out an episode from a little while ago. It has a number, but I can't remember what it is. But the title is We're Having a Baby.
1: Yeah, we're having a baby.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm having your baby.
0: (laughs) What a wonderful way of telling me that you love me oh my god having my baby baby well Uh speaking speaking of baby, the the baby is a a rumbling and a howling so thank you for joining us on this late night chat and uh, expect a lot more of these coming your way here and also on the visual platform known as youtube because video is uh the future this is the year 1983 so we want to embrace the latest in technology And that's it for now. Uh, I'm going to close up by saying love you all. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. And look for the Katie Maloney episode coming next week. Of course, if you're listening to this in like a year from now, the episode's already there. But just play along next week. Okay, that's all for now, folks. See you next time.